the level heads. Today, our guest is John Mariotti of Anderson Windows and Doors. Anderson with an E-N from our direct sponsor. John is Mike's personal window rep um, and agreed to come on the podcast. We talk about all things Anderson. We talk about sharing with competition or sharing is caring or competition and collaboration or whatever, whatever that is. Uh, we talk about how John got to where he is and working with a team and all these big, wide window openings that they're doing. And we share a little bit about, what do we share about, guys? We got an inside look at an Italian Thanksgiving dinner. That's right. That's all you need to know. What? So today on the Level Heads podcast, everybody, we've got John Mariotti of Anderson Windows. He's an area window rep. He's uh, my personal rep uh, for the Chicago market. And uh, John's a great guy. I see him on site when he del- when windows are delivered. He uh, he follows through like every good window rep should. Hint, hint to all the other window reps out there. So, John, welcome to the Level Heads. Give us a little intro. Tell us about yourself. Where you're from, what you do, your background. Awesome. For sure. Well, first of all, I want to say thanks for having me, guys. I uh, I'm probably one of um, a few of the guys that you've had on your show that I, I, I can honestly say I've listened to every single podcast. So I'm probably a little bit of a fan, right? And uh, I, and the reason why I gravitate to it so much is it's very insightful for a guy that calls on luxury builders. To be able to be a fly on the wall and just kind of really learn and listen and um, hear what kind of uh, the struggles and the challenges that you guys are dealing with every day. It just helps me be more prepared when I'm talking to some of these clients. So thank you. Um, I love the show and uh, just really excited to be to be here and, and talk thank to you guys about it. You're probably the on. first one. First one ever <laughs> to be excited on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's no, an honor, man. Seriously, I appreciate those, those are yeah. kind words. We're, we're try, we try our best. We try to keep it real. We try to have real discussions, uh, not too forced and not too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fake, I guess. And uh, I think uh, produced. Yeah, produced. There yeah. you go. And uh, <laughs> there's 0% <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> and, I can promise that. I, I think that's why. It's very. Uh, there's a lot of there's a there's a gravity to that. There's there's a gravity to the realness and the authenticity. And I and for me, that's what I like the most about it. I can throw it on when I'm hitting the road, you know, going out to visit customers, and and um, it's just it's real conversation. You know, you just feel like you're out there in the field talking to some guys that are doing some things and and really professional in the industry. So that's what do we call that, like Jamie? The, ca- the casual. What's that? What do we call that? Real talk. Real talk. Bet. Bet. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it real. Keeping it real. So, John, tell us. Yeah, tell us how you got started in. Well, yeah, tell us about yourself first, and then tell us how you got started with Anderson. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, kind of a kind of a long story. I'll try to keep it as brief as possible, but. Um, Anderson's been in my family, my entire life. Uh, my grandfather, uh, who I'm actually named after John Mariotti senior, 
he started one of the first um, Anderson window dealerships in the Chicagoland area in 1969. It was Woodland uh-huh. Windows and Doors. He initially was a, um, it was Woodland Lumber Company originally. And Anderson approached him and said, hey, you know, we're trying to build this market a little bit. Would you be interested in opening up an Anderson dealership? And he was honored. He was absolutely honored. It was very humble beginnings for him. Um, his fa- his uh, father was an immigrant from Italy. And uh, my grandfather only had an eighth grade um, education. And so he was working hard and, and hustling for everything he did. And in fact, that property is on the corner of Lake Street and Gary Avenue, for the people that are familiar with that, that uh, location in Roselle. And um, when he bought the property, they were literally cutting down the trees on the land and selling it as firewood for the local restaurants just to try to get things going. And uh, so he's incredibly grateful to Anderson to give him his first leg up. And so as I was growing up as a kid, um, there was always this loyalty, you know, to, to, to the brand. And he would, uh, he was probably semi-retired when I was about second grade. And my grandfather would pick me up from school. And I thought it was like Santa Claus, like coming to your classroom, like unannounced. I had no idea this was happening. He, my grandpa would show up in a fedora and in full suit. That's how <laughs> they did things back then. And, you know, they, they go out in suits when they were selling windows. And uh, Johnny, you're coming with me. Come on, you're, you're coming with me. And I'm like, wow, I'm jail. I'm jailbroke, right? I'm out of here. I don't know what we're doing. I don't care what we're doing. We're going, I'm going with grandpa. It's all good, right? And what I didn't realize at the time was, you know, he would always tell me we're going to visit some friends. We're just going to visit some friends. And and what it was, was he was going to sell windows in, in home. And I think what he was really trying to convey, and I've realized this as I've gotten older, it had nothing to do with selling. He wasn't trying to teach me how to sell. He was really just teaching me that it's all about a relationship and it's all about being able to communicate with someone like you've known him for 27 years and not push anything, but rather sell side by side, you know, and I, I hate the term salesman. Like it, it almost, it's got a grimy um, tone to it. It's got a, it's got a stigma about it. And even though I am in sales and that's what I do for a living, I really try to look at myself more as a partner. And when I, when I, pull out prints. And when I look at something with one of my clients or customers, I try to put myself in their shoes, you know, and, and look, Hey, let's, let's get in this together and let's, let's see what we can do to, to value engineer things. And what kind of room do we have to value engineer? Sometimes the designer or the homeowner has some really specific ideas in mind and, but hands off, you know, that's fine. But here's some ideas that, you know, we think we can maybe save you some money. So that's kind of my approach. Um, But when I got out of school, uh, just going back to, to finish out the story here, um, I knew right away I wanted to be like grandpa and I wanted to sell for him. So came to uh, the company and was we were ready to sell for grandpa. And he laughed at me, said, grab a tool belt. <laughs> uh, he said, nah, he's like, you know, grab a tool belt, buddy. So he put me out in the field for about seven years, started as a laborer, just cleaning up and hustling lumber and, and uh, windows and breaking them down and getting them ready to set. And then from uh, laborer became an exterior trim carpenter. Then uh, a few years later, became an interior trim oh, and nice. a crew lead. And then about seven years into the uh, the internship, I guess you would say, or the initiation, however you want to, whatever you want to call it, um, he said, "Okay, now I think you're ready for counter, you know, counter sales." And um, it at the time, I, I'm not going to lie, um, I, I, I hated it when you're outside and it's 30 degrees, you know, and you're freezing on a scaffold and you're caulking and the quad doesn't want to come out of the tube and you're putting them on the heat register to get them warm. Like that, there was nothing about it that was fun for me. Cause I just knew in my heart, like 
I wanted to mm-hmm. really sell. That was my that was my my passion. I think yeah. we all have our passion. My passion was to go on to that side of the business and be like my grandpa. He's my hero. So when I finally did, um, it's helped me tremendously in my role that I have now. Um, after I worked with, for the business for a long time, um, I had a good friend of mine in the industry that said, John, you know, we can use a guy at Anderson to be a uh, business development representative um, in the trade industry, uh, you know, focusing right on, on trade, focusing on luxury builders because of your experience, your intricate knowledge, your window specialist. I don't know a whole lot about a lot of things, but windows are, it's my niche, right? And I, I really try to, to um, take a lot of pride in, in what it is. I love it. It sounds crazy, but I literally love what I do. Um, it's just windows and doors. But um, I tend to feel like um, windows are really like the heart and soul of a home in a lot of ways. And the reason why I say that is it's the one product. And, and I know that there's going to be other people that say, well, there's a lot of products that affect the house for sure, without a doubt. But it's the one product that affects the exterior and interior in one product alone. And so when you can bring natural light and warmth into a home, I, I like to think that I, I provide happiness. Right? We're selling really happiness and warmth and, and sunshine. So, um, but uh, that's kind of what I do. And it's kind of how I, I've gotten into uh, this field. And, and I, I really love, I love it. And I feel that I'm in a role that uh, I'm carrying the flag for my grandpa. You know, he was always Anderson Orange. Still have a great relationship with my family. But sometimes when you're talking about windows, like at Thanksgiving and at Christmas, and like you can't get away from all the projects. Um, you know, it's, it's good working for family and there's some challenges too. And so I kind of like being able to separate my work life from my, my personal yeah, life. That's great, man. So I think that's a great way to come up too is starting in the trenches and learning a lot yep. about the trade and about yourself and then, you know, find out what your passion is and getting into the sales. I, uh, actually my favorite, my favorite part about what I do is the sales end of it. Believe it or not, that's where I get my highest high is uh zane texted us he he was you know he landed a deal right and you know send us an emoji and yeah. you know we're all pumped and then i feel that 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 success it's a great feeling is getting that deal and people buying you right you're, you're selling your product but they're buying you right and you know, they believe you and they trust you and it's like yep, you said totally. it's a partnership but that, that's for me sales is one of the things i had to get get through the trenches to get to where you know i know my stuff but that's that's the highest high for me is getting those deals and the sales is fun. Well, for us, they're buying yeah, something great. that doesn't exist yet. They're buying the idea of something that is on paper that they believe that you can deliver right. and put together. Yep. You don't have a product. That, I mean, you don't have the product in a custom home that you can bring and be like, buy this custom home for me because it doesn't exist yet. So yeah. You're, you're yeah, you know, trust me with all this money to bring this product to fruition. So that's part, you know, you're right. It, they are buying you, a hundred percent. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. and for you know, and your knowledge like you, and yeah, you know. but a guy like you, there's yeah. lots of there's a lot of competitors, and you know Anderson's obviously a top top notch brand. Yep. But they're still they're still for me. I'm still I want to work with the right guys. Well, that's right? huge. Are, they are partners. You know, they're not salesmen. Anybody can sell you anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I think I think that's huge when you actually have come up through the trenches and you actually installed windows and you worked on them and you were a trim carpenter. So you, you know, the problems that we as builders and, and carpenters and sellers deal with. And it's like, it's like a good architect, yep. right? Yep. The best architects yep. are always, yeah. they frame for a little bit, you know, 
when they were young, they know how to put stuff together in the physical world, not just in their mind, because sometimes totally. things on paper don't translate to yep. things in the real world. So when you can, when you can come to a builder and say, yeah, this is my background and you're automatically going to be a notch up, you know, compared to a, a thing. Well, and it, sh- it shines yeah. through. You can see right away if you got some kid who's just there selling numbers. Oh just yeah. Here's, you your bid. Service, you know, here's you the numbers and no, you know, no extra knowledge, yeah. no ideas, no, yeah. right. No, no. And you see a yeah. lot of college, you know, college graduates, right. They got the marketing degree or the business degree. And that's great. I, I think that's, you know, that's, that you, you want to do those things and, and uh, there's no shade on that. But what I find is more importantly, um, and I tell this to some of my, you know, fellow colleagues is you got to understand that um, you need to have the right approach and the right respect for the people that you're doing business with. And so that's the one thing that it gives me is I understand the pain of being out there when it's freezing. I understand the pain of having the wrong size window shipped to you after you waited for it for three months, four months, and there's time and money that's on the line. So for me, my biggest delivery is when you can deliver a package that's accurate the first time. And and what a lot of people realize is every single side of a window is custom. Every single side is custom. The width, the height, the depth, the interior finish, the exterior finish. We didn't even talk about the glazing or the grid yet. So like everything is, is custom, but when you can understand what it's like to get the wrong stuff and now you're notching a header or you're dropping a sill because some sales guy didn't look at, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't paying attention to detail. I I've been on the other side of the receiving end of it. And so by feeling that pain, it really, I take it personal when I'm looking at prints or when we're about to place an order, let's go through these one more time because you can never be, you literally can never be too accurate with, with this product in in particular. It's not like we're ordering, Hey, get 16 squares of this color, um, asphalt, you know, architect series, you know, uh, roofing we're good as long as the color is right we're good we can make it work right yeah um it's yeah. it's got it's got to be right you you guys are you guys are framing holes right. to accept these windows and so i i take it really um you know personal and uh and, and so going back to talking to you know the college grads that are out here tr- you know trying to make make their way in the industry i said listen i just it's really important to have the right attitude the right approach and understand that these guys that you're working with probably can work circles around you. You got a degree and that's great. And, and, and hats off to you, but don't mistake them working in the field for not being sharp. And I think that's where sometimes the disconnect is um, between the white collar yep. and the blue collar. I, I, I happen to be fortunate at this point in time in my life to work. You know, I, it, it's, there's no way to, to cut it. it. It's a white collar job. What I do is white collar because I know what it's like to be blue collar, but I love being in the field. Um, I, I love the smell of fresh cut lumber as crazy as that might sound. Yeah. It's just, it's surreal. So like Mike, when I walk your job sites and you know, for you guys, you're there every day, but for me, um, it's an experience, you know, it's a real experience and there's a lot of pride that I take oh, in you. your job, you know? And so you um, only see me on the days when I'm not typing it. in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie always rags me that all I do is type. Jamie likes to talk a lot of trash about Mike typing. So like question for you, like John, since you, the background you have, which is awesome, you know, yeah. the, the direction you've come from when you're dealing with builders, right. And we're ordering windows and windows are going in. Mm-hmm. 
What do you find is the number one things builders do wrong or a common mistake or something they do as, as it relates to windows? Like a problem that you always see happening um, with on the just on the builder side. Maybe not with the order, but something that they're always doing wrong. Yeah, you know, um, that's a good question. And, and I've been fortunate enough to the clientele that I call on specifically is million dollar plus projects. So it, it turns out that a lot of my builders are pretty experienced and they're not making a lot of the rookie mistakes, if you will. However, to answer your question, what I have seen a big learning curve on, um, and even for myself, and, and by the way, I learn something new every single day. Um, and I, I, I don't even pretend to have all the answers. I, I, I know my craft, but I'm learning every single day. And if I don't have the answer, which there's oftentimes I don't, um, I'll always make sure that I get, get it for you for sure. Um, and don't, I, I'll never pretend to, to know something I don't, but to answer your question, one thing that I'm seeing a lot of, um, heartburn over is these multi-glide doors and where the mistakes are coming in is not truly understanding your wall condition for that. In fact, I, I have an example of one and I'll leave the builder nameless, but we had a project up in uh, Lake Geneva and, uh, it was going to be a four panel multi-glide, um, and he had ordered it. He was ready to go. And I come out there just to inspect it. Uh, he, as you know, the multi-glides take their longer lead time than, you know, your, your 400, your A series, even your E series windows. Um, so I came out there on delivery of the windows originally, and I went to inspect this um, rough opening and I pulled them aside and I said, Hey man, um, you know, you got a multi-glide here and this jam is, you got a two by six wall problem with it was it was a gable end like sunroof so you couldn't write you couldn't you you would there's really no way to fix you couldn't really pat it out without making it look super super ridiculous and he's like what am i gonna do he's like you know i'm into this for you know x amount of dollars and it's a lot of money as you guys know and so i sat back for a little bit and this happened to be for his personal home and his wife was the one that was really excited about this door and I said, here's what you can do. Get a divorce. He's in more trouble than he thought he was. <laughs> yeah. He, and I'm, I'm not only trying to bail myself out, but I'm trying to bail him out. You know, I mean, it, this is a problem, right? And so I said, here's what you can do. It's not going to be as dramatic and it's not a multi-glide door, but it's going to be about a, it's going to be about an $8,000 savings. And what we can do is still um, give you a nice contemporary look in the Anderson narrow line. But instead of it being multi-glide stacking to one side, exactly. we're going to go four panel. We're going to go biparting. Yeah. So, you know, you didn't need as much depth. We basically divided the depth that he needed in two by, by coming up with that solution. He was super thankful. It helped that it was several thousand dollars yeah. less also. Um, it made it a little easier sell to, to his wife. But to answer your question, that's probably the biggest learning curve right now um, is when you when you're doing these multi-glides what is that wall depth supposed to be and what i what i will say to people is as a rule of thumb uh, I, I would give yourself about four inches for every panel so if you have a four panel just figure four inches four times four gives you about a 16 inch yep. depth that you want to give and and if if you if it's too big by marginal amounts we can always fur in 
we can do things to to make it work and not have a problem when you're having a fifty thousand right. dollar door delivered. So if you don't have the room, it's a lot harder to create it later, especially when you got iron being yeah. shipped in, Mike, as as you know. And and I, I guess the other thing that goes along with this is really you got to be spot on with that sill as far as level. And what a lot of people don't realize is if you have a multi-glide door and it's over 40 feet, let's say you got a 40 foot span and let's say maybe it's five panels, the bearings on these doors are incredible. Um, that's how they're able to make them glide so smooth. And they, they really do, as you know. But um, if that is off an eighth of an inch over yep. 40 feet, what ends up happening is you can have a customer that has high expectations now, and all of a sudden that door doesn't push as smoothly as they thought. And here's why. You're pushing uphill. Yep. <clears throat> and what's worse is, God forbid, there was a kid at the other end of that door, and it's rolling right. downhill. So it's more than just making sure it's level and plumb till we can get it in, you know, get fit, fit the square into the, yeah. the hole. Those are $100,000 openings. We've gone... Yeah, 30, 35 footers where we put steel headers in, you know, W16 by 80 pounds per foot. But we let that thing, we set it, let it deflect. Mm-hmm. And then for the opening laser level, I mean, there's a lot of work in these. And we've, we've done pocketing systems where you got to put the pans in, the door set, the insulation, then the wall over. I mean, this is a $100,000 openings mm-hmm. all day long. But there's a lot to and think in about. California, oh, yeah. Jamie, I bet you, you have, you have to have a lot. You have to have all that. Uh, what do you call that seismic proof stuff on those openings? Yeah, it's all seismic. Opening like that will be a moment frame, and then in that kind of length, even the heavy duty beam will deflect. Right, you'll drop. I mean, should we see that thing sag three quarter of an inch? Right, but then you then you got to fur that laser level. Let that you got to load yeah. the roof up. Right, get that thing going where it's going to go, and then laser line that that opening. They're hundred thousand dollar openings. By the time you're done with all that engineering and oh, labor, yeah. And, yeah, I mean they're awesome when they're done, but there's a lot of work that goes into a system like that. So for those of you guys who are bidding them. Give me a call. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, I'll tell you what. If there's a guy in the Chicago market, and I know, Mike, that I think you got a good line on a a, um, great installer that that can do it. He's very well experienced. But I tell every builder um, or even, you know, a a window installer that that that's what they do. If you haven't done it, um, make sure you do some homework. And what Anderson will provide for, and I include this unless, unless it's Mike, like it, it's like a job where, you know, it's Mike or someone who's experienced in the product. If they're not as experienced, let's just say it's their first go around. We have a $1,500 consultation that will have actually Anderson service techs come out there, kind of coach you along to, to keep you uh, yep. between the guardrails. So you don't have any problems. And I have automatically included it in bids. And then when it comes time to ordering, after they've already gotten approved from their customer and everybody's happy, I'll come back to that builder and say, Hey, listen, I just want you to know I could take $1,500 off this for you. Okay. Which is always an easier sell to go back to the customer and say, Hey, I got $1,500 back for you. But the reason why I put it in there is because yeah. it's your first go around. We're going to have Anderson come there and support yeah. you in this. No, and it, I've never well had working. anyone complain. They're always well like, working. man, I'm, I'm no, so it's glad great support. And the guys who haven't done it, I mean, guys even have done it. I yeah, get the help because all these new systems and the last thing you want is a callback on a fifty thousand dollar door. Because there's expectations now. Yeah, yeah. This is a good reason to have your window package, window and door package picked out as you're designing your plan with your architect. Yeah, 
you know, detailing these big doors and stuff like that, you know, you need to, you need to be able to have all these, all these details drawn on the all plans that, so that yep. that is true. And every window set, every window set we do, we start back over with the guys and we get the directions out and we read them and then we get the YouTube yep. out and we watch it yep. and we've done hundreds and hundreds of windows and we still do it every time. It's different, different manufacturers, different, you know, some guys want nails, some guys want screws, yeah. some guys want this pattern, that pattern. It's just, just slow down and read it twice. You know, <laughs> That's my advice. To what you listening. said there, Zane, it's how important, how yeah, important it's it is ass. to have it, you know, in the design stage. But I can't, if I had a nickel for every time we designed a multi-glide or multi-slide door, four panel, five panel door, and then at when it's time to order the windows and you go through the entire window package and holy cow, it's $250,000 window package. How do we get this down? First thing to go are those multi-glide doors. And what John said, that's yeah. probably the biggest VE yep. is taking the four panel multi-glide and changing it to a biparting four panel. So now you're swapping yep. eight or nine grand yep. for a 25% less opening, you know, because the, when you slide the four panels open, 75% yep. of it is open biparting 50% right. of it is open. So really is that 25%? Uh, we've done yeah. that three times. The only time year. I can see that 25% being worth that much money is if I'm in California looking at the Pacific ocean, you know, <laughs> not, not at the back of the neighbor's so, house. It's pretty yeah. much all our openings. The, <laughs> then you get that customer that, you know, the wife has, has seen this on Pinterest, right? And she's yep. got that idea and she's got that dream yep. and she's going to have it. Right. We know who the boss is when it comes down to it, who the decision yep. makers usually are. And when they want it, they want it. Right. And so you just uh, you can never be too careful. There's never a bad question. Like like we've heard a million times, measure three times, cut once. You just can't be too careful. And there's no dumb question when it comes to any of this. There's never a dumb question. And um, I, I tell this to everybody all the time. Um, my phone literally is on 24 seven. I don't I don't turn it off. You know why? Here's the thing. Um, if I turn my phone off, my competition's not right. You're either making dust or you're eating dust. So my, my guys, my guys are, they are, um, they know that if, if I need to get a hold of Johnny, all I gotta do is pick up the phone, you know? And so I want that to be that way. I want to be there for them. I want them to feel like, Hey, I got a guy, I got a guy. Johnny's my guy. If, if I have a question, He'll, he'll come to yeah, the job. That's, that's, that's awesome. And I love that about my guys that we use out here and they're all real responsive and I actually try not to really, I try really hard to not take advantage of that and not blow them up after hours. And because when I really do need them, I want to really pick up, but no, that's, that's good advice for other guys out there is making yourself available is a, a big thing, especially for guys like us. Cause we are all make, we're always available. My man pretty much sleep on my phone. <laughs> but, it's uh, yeah. one of those things. I find most guys are pretty yeah. respectful. You know, they're pretty they, they're pretty respectful about it. I, I can't honestly tell you um, I get a lot of calls on a Saturday or a Sunday. It, it happens. I try real hard not to no bug guys. To if I get blown up, up by a homeowner. Most guys yeah, are pretty mindful. We're all used to it because we don't like the yeah. calls either. I mean, I'm, my phone's always on. you Saturday at a soccer game and I get blown up by a homeowner and they're cranky and it's about a window or something. If I really need to hold you, it would be a text like, hey, man, I really sorry to bother you on Saturday. But you can give me a shout when you can. I right, I try real hard because I know yep. what it's like. We don't hey, like but it either. John, I thought, but it's nice knowing the guys. John, the I thought end. you said you're uh, you're working even during Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. You got your phone on you, right? I can just, <laughs> uh, I, can just I, can I will just have it on that, me. That I will have it dinner. on me. 
Hey, Uncle Luigi, uh, casements, casement windows yeah. are better than the, the double hung. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What's going on with this job or that job? Did you get that quote done? in this house. You know? <laughs> Definitely. Well, Donna, I'm, I'm usually thinking about windows at about 2.33 a.m. So if I have a question, yeah. I'll let you know. That's when we're yeah. losing sleep over them, right? <laughs> we can, yeah. Are they the right size? We got some fun ones now. Yeah, we got some, I've had those. We got some ones. Anderson said they can do them, so they're out right now to bid. But we got some uh, outside corner, no posts. So big can- cantilever moment frames and floor to ceiling, nine feet. I don't know the, the width of them. They're probably seven or eight feet. But yeah, those are, are they glazed on? Are those things glazed can, on site? Or? Big boys. They're going to be glazed on site. Learn that the hard way on this last one. Yeah, the, the missed that in the uh in the fine print but we got the the uh, the frames are in and then you got to get the glazing yeah. separate but then finding guys to do that yeah. sell that it's got to be the same exact glass it's got to be fit and we're right on the ocean so you got a lot of wind wind driven rain you got to just it's yeah it's fun so dealing with that on you'd almost be better with a glazer yeah. actually because like like to, to mike's yeah. point they're going to yep. send you the frame you know and then they'll send you gl- the actual gl- the glass itself and then i'm sure that the your corner comes it's just glazing, just glazing. yeah well we got right? we learned a lot this last yeah. couple couple months here there's all kinds of different ideas of how to do it they want to stagger the glass on if you can see but they kind of short long short long kind of get like a corner in there but then other guys are like no nah, don't do that it'll look like crap because you'll see the inside of the i don't know it's been a learning experience on these uh these high-end one-off customs we're doing here for sure all right now you say you're bidding that or that's one you guys are taking delivery of. Uh, one just went out. One, one went out today. We took delivery on this the, the last house. We're gonna, we're getting ready to break on the next one, but the yeah, next right. one actually has bigger corner windows. <laughs> that, nice. So yeah. it's amazing how these residential properties—they're really trying to. It's almost like they're blurring the lines between commercial and residential. Yeah. These would be I mean, yeah. What it, we're doing out here are pretty much yeah. There's half a million dollar steel packages in them just to get the it, yeah the open. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's out of control. That's the only thing that makes me question my career path. <laughs> walking through the house, walking through the houses that I'm yeah. that I'm working with, you know. You mean none of the, like, none are, of those people are window salesmen? <laughs> yeah, no? yeah. I don't think they're they're not contractors. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I couldn't afford a tax yeah. on the damn thing. <laughs> where did I where did I go wrong in life? Yeah. Jamie Jamie sent us a, a text yesterday on a house he's demoing. I don't know, maybe you, you put it on Instagram too, and it's a sin. It's an absolute sin, the stuff that he's demoing for these people. You know, it's like, it's like a brand new house. And it's like, it looks like one of my demo. new ones. I'd move into it. Wow. One of your remodels yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. one of my new I'd ones. Move into it. Hey. <laughs> teach, teach their own. Yeah, it's uh, that's a nice job, too. They're going to do a nice one. But that's the view. They don't want yeah. They were going to move. They're going to build a custom home. They went back and forth. But that view is yeah. just that's harbor. That's what you pay for over view. there, right? Up high. Yeah, that, that you don't get, though. That, that's a nice one. We get a lot Priceless. of different views. I actually like being back off the water like that. The ones that we're doing real close to the water, you get beat. I mean, it's like you're living on a boat with the salt air and the wind, and yeah. it's cold. And how far off? It's beautiful. Wants, how far off is that? that? Like how far? That's probably that's probably a mile a mile back, but up a hill. It kind oh. of just a big a mile sweep up wow. off the beach, about a, about a mile back. So it got, but it's all harbor view too. So at night it looks neat. It's all lit up at night. And that's Half Moon Bay. That's Half Moon Bay. Yeah. yeah. Then the closest ones that we're That's doing awesome. are about forty feet off the water. Are those are the big ones yes. there? Those are the so when they're that close to the water, you're not doing basements, obviously. You're just doing slabs, right? Uh, those are, those have walkouts. Those are walkout basements. Really? 
Yeah, we're cutting to the hill. Yeah, it's, uh, the next one's pretty cool. Talk about a window install. Well, that, the next one has the first 12 feet are going to be pertaining well basement for the driveway, but then it's a monolithic floor that goes all the way up the next floor up to a 9 and 12 peak, all board form with the windows set in the concrete. Holy smokes. Oh, all monolithic. You're going to have fun forming those out. Yeah. Yeah, it's wow. going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun board? one. Don't want to get that window open and wrong. Those saws all there. <laughs> See, how many oh, yeah. how many concrete blades are you going to go through on that Jack one? Jackhammer. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm already nervous. We haven't started digging it yet. <laughs> we'll see. You might want to pour the concrete around the window. Frame, uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just, just hang it up there. One, one sure way to get say, right. You might want to glaze yeah. those in place. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> yeah, we'll, see how, we'll see how it goes. I'll let you know. We'll make sure we store it. <laughs> yeah. So, John. John, tell us about anything exciting happening for Anderson, any new products coming out or improvements on existing products. What, As builders, what can we look forward to? Yeah, um, what I can tell you is, so um, E-Series has been going through a complete redesign. Um, they're just revamping it. Um, there's going to be a lot more sizes coming out that are just much, much larger. As we see, that trend is happening quite a bit. So they're, they're, they got some... They got some tricks up their sleeve. Um, some things, you know, I, I can't, I can't divulge a whole lot yet because it hasn't actually been released. But that is something to look forward to. Um, just some, some really, I would say, monumental, you know, size um, applications and kind of like what we talked about before, Mike. You probably, what you we, probably can what, tell us because no one listens yeah. to this podcast. it's just gonna go you're, viral. It's gonna go viral you're, overnight. You're, gonna then, off. you're our only yeah. fan. Anybody that's listening is already here anyway, and that's you. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. all right, that, 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 then, I, then we're safe. Um, but even like right now, when it comes to like big, big sizes, um, and we talked a little bit before with Bob Lysick as far as um, A series is really geared for just the, the largest type sizes and, and also incredible efficiency. So we're seeing the EPA moving more and more towards really stringent efficiency. Jamie, you probably have it more out by you. Big than, time. Than yeah. We, we even have out by us yet, but the eight, I think they're pushing for like a 0. 0.22 on efficiency and the A series can get you there as far as the windows are concerned. So if that, if you have a, if you have a, um, you know, customer that's very, very green uh, minded and they're really, you know, squeezing you for, for the efficiencies, you know, a series is something that, it would fit that we did criteria a, pretty good. So we as did far a as that's concerned. Uh, an A-series on the lake uh, last year, I guess. Oh, man, they looked incredible. It was the first time we had we'd done A-series windows, and they, they looked incredible. Loved them. That's good to hear. I, I have really not heard, and, you know, even if I take my Anderson hat off for a second, like just being straight up with you, I've never heard anyone say, that they've been disappointed in that product at all. Like they get them and they're always like, wow, this was, yeah. this was a good experience. We really liked the way this came out. It did what we expected. And, and that's always good to hear, you know? And that's one thing that I like as working for Anderson specifically is they really have, you hear about culture, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone talks about culture and stuff like that. But what I appreciate most is they do have a good culture, but it's, it's centered around integrity. And I feel like that's a word that is, um, you don't hear much anymore about integrity. And it was something that, you know, Anderson really did step up where last year, a lot of, a lot of companies were, 
um, you know, promising lead times. And, and in fact, Anderson actually took a step back and they said, look, we're all getting hit by supply chain issues without mm-hmm. a doubt. Yep. Um, and so we, we literally took a step back and did counter to what mm-hmm. others were doing where they were like, Hey, we'll get it there. We promise this and promise that. And instead of taking market share, yeah. which a lot of people did, we said, Hey, we don't want to overcommit and, um, under deliver. And we took a hit for it, you know? And I think the divot, you know, we're, it's starting to pay dividends now where some of those builders are coming back and saying, you know what, I, I hated you at the time because you, you pulled my order and said you weren't, you, you couldn't, you couldn't sell it to me. But now they're like, you know what? I actually, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate you doing I, it. And I so, feel like you're telling um, my story. It's exactly what happened to us. You know, we were using E-Series and when that, everything went down, the lead times just skyrocketed. We're like, what the hell? Forget this. We're not buying Anderson windows anymore. And we went to another brand. That, you know, I won't say their name, but it rhymes with Schmarvin. And uh, <laughs> we were using them. Mm-hmm. But they they went to hell in a handbasket. And you guys stepped up. You got your lead times in order. And the biggest thing, you got your lead times in order. And you were hitting the dates that you said you would hit. And they were complete orders, not you know, 60% of the windows yeah. here. And you, don't have, and you don't have this window. Those you don't the have a half part. round, all this everything worse, everything right? came yeah. in time and they were complete yep. and put together properly you know you can always tell when a when a window company is having problems when shit's coming out half ass broken not put together properly things aren't jams aren't lining up on patio doors everything right. and then that's so frustrating from a builder standpoint yeah. right cuz now you got this stuff in you're just getting it in so you can get your brick up and you can get your stone around and you get your siding yeah. on and now you have to go back and jimmy rig everything to get it fit we, properly uh, so I can personally, I can personally vouch for what you're talking we had about. A, uh, you guys, Anderson yeah. has got their shit. We had order. a set of, uh, glad of, to hear uh, that. of windows come out and they were black windows. This was same thing right during COVID and, uh, Anderson couldn't, we, it was, it was the same series. Actually, these were four hundreds and Anderson couldn't fulfill a order. And so we jumped over to a different company and they came out and they were black windows and, uh, with a two over two grid and the grid there were black windows that came in and the grids were white <laughs> it was, it was like, oh. what the hell <laughs> I, i'm telling you they could have died yeah hindsight's uh, always 2020 zane should have stayed died. with anderson <laughs> yeah, we're back with Anderson. yeah and we're back but yeah and it's just it you guys were the first to get your lead time or at least the ones we deal with were the first to get your lead times back in order. You know, I mean, yeah. Even after all that, we have. And, we and have, I don't want to, I don't want to paint a, a, a false picture, right? We, we still hit challenges like every other business, but sure. I guess my, my point in that really was that they, they didn't, they didn't, uh, well, for lack of better yep. words, they didn't bullshit. You know, they said, yep. Hey, listen, this is where we're at. And we're going to have enough integrity to walk away from the business. And because we were, we, we want to improve, we want to go back to the drawing board. And then at least what we tell you, then you could depend on it. And so for me, that, that meant a lot, you know? And so in fact, this year, um, speaking about Anderson, they're going to be coming up on 120 years old. And wow. they were, they started in July 25th, 1903, Hans Anderson. And so um, that's that's another thing is is with when, when you're doing business with Anderson, the nice thing about it is you can still get 
hardware, parts and pieces for product that's like 1968. Like it's just, it's unreal. And like yeah. most, most companies don't do that. They're not going to, they're not going to have vendors. Yeah. They don't have this resources. You know, eventually a catalog is like, hey, we're not going to, we just can't source it anymore. That's a, that's a strong I, selling point, really. I mean. It's it's really yeah. nice because they're serviceable. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say from the, from the install side, when I was installing and I was replacing windows, I got to tell you, and this, and again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to be a, you know, a Anderson spokesperson or anything, but I'm just, I am just being honest. Like I can truly tell you, I can't remember going into houses and replacing Anderson. And if you get a chance and you talk to some of your friends, be like the guys that actually do replacement windows, be like, Hey, how often are you actually replacing Anderson? They'll be like, you know what? Come to think of it. I really don't pull out Anderson. And so that's why it makes sense that they carry products and hardware and parts and pieces because they do last the test of time. And so, yeah. um, no, they, they do. It's, it's, they do. It's I mean, what we're doing out here, this environment's brutal, the coastal environment. I got, I got 400 series on, it's probably 14 years now, 20 feet off the water. No call decks. Coast, coastal hardware. Um, wow. N- knock on wood. And I don't even have an Anderson hat. So what's up with that? But no, but I mean, we got you. Yeah. yeah that's true. Be told, though. I mean, yeah. I've had nothing. Yeah. Nothing. No callbacks. They, no problems. They have to go I mean, down we're, to we're, the we're, multi glide. They're, they're pounded out here. They have to go to the multi glide factory to build your hat. It's so your head's so big. <laughs> hey, Jamie. After this, shoot shoot me your uh, address. I'll I'll get one overnighted to you. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I got another, I got one. Another got quarter, one another quarter million in sales. I'll get a shirt. <laughs> uh, Actually, but, quarter uh, million. Is, yeah, it's the carpenter pencils. The shirt pencils. Yeah, the shirt half. It's only, it's only a house. It's only one house for Mike. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's funny you say that about the coast, um, Jamie, because. Anderson's biggest markets, we do really good in the Midwest for sure, but our biggest markets are on the coast. Wow. And it's because of the, the 400 series. Well, that's what sold us then. Um, we were doing the research back yeah. then and it was so close to the water and then, Hey, these are great. This is what we use in Florida, blah, 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 blah. So us and me and the clients, we decided, Hey, let's just go with these guys and never look back. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine the A series would be great out there too. Cause they've got that, uh, they're in their, what do you guys call it? Fibrex or something like that. It is, yeah. It's, do you, it's a, do you uh, have a quick rundown of the series, like you know, yeah. eight or one hundred, two hundred, yeah. four hundred? Kind of just quick yeah. rundown for the guys because there's a lot, a lot to know. For sure, for sure. So you got your Anderson one hundred series. It's a Fibrex window. It's something that we see more as an upgrade to, like a, a, a considerable upgrade to, um, more of your multifamily type housing or your 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 uh, spec homes, where the the builder might tend to want to put your typical vinyl in there, but it's, um, much stronger than vinyl. I want to say it's at least three times stronger than vinyl. Um, and what, what is, uh, Fibrex is it is actually wood. Uh, they're taking wood and then they're taking, um, vinyl and they're, they're uh, making pellets with it. And then they'll actually put it in, in a process that'll be a poltrusion. So they'll pull it through a form like a dye and actually create, um, something that's very robust. So you're taking all the qualities of wood and we know wood is our best natural insulator. So you have the qualities of wood. That's why we still like it. And then all the protection of a vinyl, which it does have a lot of nice features to it and you put it in one. And then when you combine that together with um, a product that has an incredible resistance to sun fade, 
um, and is very airtight. One thing that I love about Anderson in general is they really, and when you guys get up to the factory, you'll see this is they just put an incredible amount of focus and energy on air infiltration, water infiltration. It's, it's incredible. So every line, every single line there, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, we, it's not, it's not news to anybody that windows get tested. Right. But when you see the amount of testing that they put into it and the focus to not have that draft, it's incredible. And it just makes you feel better about it. So that's 100 series. Then you have your 200 series. Um, 200 series is a permashield. Um, it's the vinyl, uh, very similar to a 400 series. Um, it's just basically um, going to have less color options. So it's going to keep you in more of a budget minded um, atmosphere, but you're going to have like your sandstone color and then your white color. And it's more on the basic line, but it is a wood clad window. So it's a very, very um, practical type window, very robust, um, just going to last the test of time. And there's a lot of um, um, property owners I've worked with in the past. And they're like, you know, I just want to put a door in here that I, I rent this property out. I never want to deal with it again. I tell them every time, put a perma shield, put a 200 series perma shield in there. And it's basically a tank. It's just, it's vinyl wrapped inside, outside perma shield wrapped. And it's going to be super efficient. All the weather stripping. If you ever seen a 400 series or 200 series, um, patio door, it, the, the weather stripping literally sucks it in. It's like, like it, you, you literally like, there's no way you're getting a draft in this door. It's incredible. Um, and it's robust. You're not going to, the dog's not going to hurt it. The kids, you know, you spill on it. Fine. No big deal. Hit it with a hose. It's, you know, you're good to go. So that's your 100 or 200 series going into 400 series. 400 series is our number one seller. Um, and it, I, I would say, um, it's just such a high value product. So you're getting a lot for the money when you get into the 400 series, you talk about maintenance free. Um, it's, it's going to give you the same inherent qualities that we talked about with the 200 series, but now you're getting into 400 series. So you have more color options. Um, and when it, when you talk about casements and narrow, um, frame, you're going to get the most visible glass in a 400 series casement. So it's a very, uh, contemporary look on the 400 series casements and awnings. Um, and then you have your tilt wash double hungs. People love the TWs. Um, it, you, they tilt the top and the bottom, they tilt in. Um, very nice and tight on the sides. You, you're not going to get any drafts on those windows. And again, I think some of the beauty in the 400 and 200 series is really the simplicity. It's just, we, we, they designed it. They, they, they put their time and effort and their energy into it initially. And it's like, there's no, we've changed colors. We've changed options. We've improved it, of course, but it's what, if it works, don't, you know, why change it? Yep. Right. And so that's kind of 400 yeah. series. So um, yeah, then you go from your four, go from your 400 series to your E series. Now E series is an aluminum clad. And there's a lot of times where you guys see it all the time. You know, you'll have an architect that just specs. I want aluminum clad. That's what it is. And that's, that's his preference. And he's making the call and he's got, maybe the customer is, is thinking that that's going to be the best product. And there's a lot of great qualities to aluminum clad. There, there's nothing, there's nothing to really knock about it. What we like about it is it's your extruded aluminum on the outside, which is about the thickness of a quarter. Um, so you get a hailstorm come through there. It's really going to be non-effective. Um, Billy's in the backyard. He hits a baseball, bounces off the side. You're not going to have a dent. Now, as opposed to a lot of our other competition, and I won't say who, um, but if you hit a baseball off a roll form aluminum sash, you're going to have a dent immediately. You're going to have a dent and roll form aluminum. You guys know, but I'm going to tell for the, for the listeners, for the, 
uh, four listeners that might be listening to us right now. <laughs> um, roll form aluminum is like your soffit, fascia, gutter, very, very thin roll form aluminum. And that's what they're using for sashes versus an extruded aluminum. So you can just imagine. And, and what a lot of times they'll say, yeah, the, the windows are warrantied or things of that nature or the insurance will cover it when a hailstorm comes through. We all know that they're going to give you 10% of what you paid on those windows. So yeah. I always say, you know, it's better to invest in good quality to begin with than investing in labor and replacement later. It's almost, I, I feel it's better to invest in quality than it is to recycle, right? And I'm not against being green and recycling. Recycling is a good thing. But how about invest in the better quality product to begin with so it lasts a 40 or 50 year you know, test of time. Yep. So that kind of gives you the E-series um, product line. And then uh, you go to A-series. And so A-series is going to be your fiber, uh, it's your Fibrex um, material on the X and the outside, the uh, fi- fiberglass. Um, I, I keep, I'm calling it fiberglass and I'm, that's an air. It's Fibrex um, cl- clad wood, right? So you have your wood on the inside. And then you can, a lot of times, depending on what your customer is looking for, if they have a stained interior, um, they want a pre-finished interior, you want to get it in primed, you have those options to do so. But again, just a very um, energy focused window. Yeah. And we can go monumental sizes in that line as high well. Per- high so. performance, high efficiency window, right? Yeah. yeah. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, my, it my wife the rundown. Know, I'm sure I missed something. My wife, my wife knows nothing about windows and doors other than what they look like. And when we put those in, she saw them and she was like, wow, these are, these are nice. So, if, you know, yeah, if she's commenting case, on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the performance, you know, if she's commenting on them, it's yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm at Thanksgiving I'm, dinner I'm at the a... Mariotti's house. All these talks about <laughs> yeah. windows, talking about <laughs> spaghetti and windows. <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm I'm Italian, but my other half is Irish. Oh, so, I know uh, Irish Italian. Oh, wow. Yeah, Holmes. So we like to drink and fight. No, just kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> why he's in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew there was something I liked about you, John. That's it. <laughs> speaking of spaghetti, speaking of spaghetti, we uh, Zane mentioned in our last podcast a little bit of a tradition we got going here: the this or that. So we're gonna we're sure. gonna get you going on the this or that. All right, All right you ready? Underdressed or overdressed? I prefer to be underdressed, but I'll always go overdressed. Okay. Are you a politician? Uh, no. <laughs> lose, lose, lose your sight or lose the ability to walk? God, that's uh, depressing. Lose the ability to walk. I'm trying to get hard ones. <laughs> you know, people got to think. It is. It is. This tall. is a real hard one. Snickers or Milky Way? Snickers. Yeah. Movies or sports? Sports. I think sports bring people together. Good answer. Good answer. Poison or Bon Jovi? <laughs> Poison for sure. He's <laughs> a hairband guy. Yeah. Rose. <laughs> yeah. Paper cuts or blisters? Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take blisters. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking blisters, man. <laughs> Paper cuts suck. They're just annoying. 
<laughs> you had that. You had, you had that. I wanted him to say blisters. You, yeah, I know. Like, you, you've been playing that all day. He's busting my balls, John. Uh, I'll send it to you. Yeah, later. He's paid. Yeah. Beer or whiskey? Um, I appreciate whiskey. I, I, I actually enjoy whiskey probably more, but I drink more beer. All right. Cause you can't be drinking too much whiskey on the job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> whiskey for the whiskey, whiskey's more. Yeah. Whiskey's more of a treat. Might sell more windows. It's a weekend treat. Yeah. <laughs> In old fashioned. Would you rather be funny and stupid or boring and a genius? <laughs> rather be boring and a genius. <laughs> I'd hate to be stupid and disrespected. <laughs> Would you rather have your name tattooed on your forehead or no front teeth? Jesus. You got to think about these. No you you got to think about these. <laughs> At least while you're driving. I, don't think I could do the face tattoos. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah. You always fix your teeth. <laughs> right. <laughs> would you would you rather give up your phone forever or give up TV forever? Uh, give up TV forever. Yeah, I think most people would say that, right? All right, last yeah. one. Would you rather clog the toilet on a first date or clog the toilet on your first day of a new job? Oh, this reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. Did that not happen in that? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say I'd rather do it on my job. Yeah. Yeah. At least you can point the finger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you shut the door and run. So, yeah, those, no doubt. The people in Anderson now know it was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Exactly. All right, that's all I got. John, how many chickens uh, would it take to kill an elephant? Uh, come again? How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I, where I came up with that. You just came up out of nowhere. Thank you, Zane. <laughs> take one hell of an army, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I think that's the wrong podcast, Zane. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Hey guys, um, I'm loving the Instagrams, man. I'm loving watching what you guys are doing out there. It's awesome. And I know we've talked about it before, but like, I would say it's probably my best way to attract new, new clients is through Instagram. Really? No yeah. one, no one's wanting to look at a, a cold email. Right. Um, and yeah. the nice thing about Instagram is you can kind of warm up a client and build, build a relationship before you actually just drop in. Hey, I'd like to sell your windows. Yeah, no, it's good but, that uh, it's good that you're doing that. You know, and then you know we've DM'd a bunch too, and it's just getting that conversation open, and you know it's talking to people, and I mean, yeah, there's a lot to it. And look at all the guys. Look at all the, I wouldn't know any of you if it wasn't for it. Yeah, yeah, and, I love uh, it. Yeah, it, it, it's it, a good way to you go. You don't have the politics like you do on Facebook and everything else. It's it's very you know it's very picture and you know focused and video yep. focused content, yep. and that's it, which I like. You know, and I feel like Instagram has gotten um, just more respect industry-wide than other platforms. You know, it kind of yeah. seems like it's it's a, it's a platform for business in many ways. Totally, yeah. 100%. There's a strong construction, construction, you know, group, well, whatever. And, you know, uh, a lot of you know the amount of people that come, that find us, and, you know, eventually, um, you know, they have a project or something they want us to look at, they they feel like they know us because they've just seen our Instagram. And I think that's great. It's unbelievable. Because like it's we, huge. we it's, it's talking earlier, huge. 
they're buying you. So if they feel like yes. they know you, they already have reached this comfort level with you and you've never even spoken to them before, but they feel like they know these things that, you know, like they've got inside they jokes. They know your personality yeah. from your, from your videos. Right. Yeah, and like, even yeah. like when you're, when you're doing your videos, people get a feel for who this guy is. Yeah. Right. And, and they're like, I like, you know, that's a guy I can do. I can see myself doing business with. Yeah. Right. Like that's a straightforward guy. And I, I think it's been incredibly useful. And by the way, my Instagram, if anyone wants to follow that might be listening, all four listeners, is yeah, give it up. Luxury, luxury underscore window underscore pro. Luxury window pro. So anyone can reach out if you have any questions, anything I can do to help. Everyone you. out there, give John a follow. He is yeah, definitely a follow. good window rep. You know, and touching on that too, like talking about Instagram, before Instagram, you really only had builders in your own market that you would see. And because they're your competitors, you really don't share, right? I know there's a lot of guys. Exactly. There's a lot of guys pushing collaboration over competition. And that's a great thought in theory. And it is a great thought, but it's really hard to do. And it's really hard to implement when you're competing with people that are, you know, it's either you're eating the steak or they're eating the steak, right? So when you have the opportunity to talk to builders in other markets and, you know, typically that was done through the Builders Association and now with Builder 20 groups, but it's so easy to do it over Instagram, right? There's guys that yeah, aren't yep. even in Builder 20 groups or in... Well, you could be real candid, yeah. yeah. He's not your competitor. Yeah. yeah. And but I actually learned from that, though, because I got local guys. I think when we were out, I forget, we were last Builder 20 meeting. Somebody, I don't know if you remember where somebody was texting me from back home asking about my rates for guys and this and that. But what yeah. I actually, I shared the information. Um because I learned that from Instagram, that sharing, I mean, it does, I mean, I'm not really, I don't really mind sharing what I'm, my, some, I mean, not, not, I mean, I've given everything, I guess, but I, I don't, I don't really yeah. mind even helping some of my local guys out there because I haven't, know, still, a lot I, of us get our asses handed to us by these clients. So gotta be careful. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten to that point yet. I must be the funny and stupid guy not the well, boring. No, cause <laughs> I mean, everything, everything you're doing is competitive bid. That's why. Cause you are literally competing on a lot of these houses that you're doing but you know jamie and i aren't in that situation where everything we do is competitive bit. yeah so i i share with it, some guys some guys locally it is tough though i mike I, I totally understand where you're coming from on that where you, you know you're just gonna want to keep your cards closer to your chest because i'm yeah. i'm just gonna show my competitor everything and and i will say like I think the only good side to it is instead of competitive bid, like I'm seeing some builders that are almost adulterating the market when it comes to competitive bid. And instead of setting, setting the market standard and setting the cost a little bit higher, because you know, when you start adding up costs on some of these projects to actually make sure that you're ensuring that you are coming out ahead Dude, you talk about gymnastics. Like I, I don't even I don't even know where to begin on on that. When you talk about labor, man hours, materials, like to, to actually keep track of that and then hold your number, that's unbelievable. And then when there's other guys in your market that are literally passing on cost of materials and just charging you charging the customer for the cost of hours or labor, I don't even know how that. There's a lot of different awesome. ways. This is actually a big conversation in the Builder 20 and amongst mm-hmm. guys. We all do different 
people run the companies a little bit different. You have guys who are hard bids. You guys have cost plus guys. You guys have, you know, we manage most of it, or you guys have sell performers. And there's just a lot of different ways to slice the same build. Yeah. So a lot of ways yeah. to skin a cat. There, yeah, there are. Yeah. It's, um, it's a big conversation with all of us, really, is how everybody's yeah, doing around. it. How, you know, the margins and markups and, you know, sure. and, then, and then the only thing about talking to Instagram across the country with pricing and this and that is it's not all, it's not apples to apples. It's regional. Every right? market is I mean, different. It goes city to city. There's more, there's, you know, different product or different building yep. practices, right? So it's, um, yep. it's, it's tough, but that's a big, big conversation with all of us for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can even say working in both Nashville and Knoxville that they are vastly different markets. Yep. And yep. you know, there's two and a half hours apart. Yep. And they are vastly different. It not goes just by the, like 15 minutes market. for us. 15 minutes, it's 1,200 a foot. And 15 minutes down the road over there, it's 400 a foot. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. It's, it's wow. the same difference there, too. So, and and it's not just that, but the labor market, the, you know, all that stuff is just so different. Um, so, yeah, that that is that is the only thing about, about the Builder 20. But, you know, we've learned we've learned that that is one thing we won't share is, you know, all that stuff, how we set that up because, you know, there are guys here that will undercut in an instant to get a job. You know, we, we, we bid one and went through the whole pre-construction process. You know, they paid for our pre-construction deposit, all that stuff. And at the end they were like, well, you know, and they brought the plans. We didn't, they already had a set of plans and had this hard budget and uh at the end they said well this you know this is way more than we wanted to spend and it was like well you know maybe you shouldn't maybe you shouldn't spend 10 percent of your budget on appliances in the kitchen but you know <laughs> who am i to say i only do this every day but um they they uh but you know they ended up finding somebody else that said i can do this thing one hundred and fifty thousand dollars cheaper and it was like and used to, we would beat our heads into the wall and be like, how are we going to get this down? You know? And now we're like, sure. well, you better let them try. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, yeah, now that, they're working for charity. That's it. Yeah, that's I'd experience. rather have that conversation now than I would when we're $150,000 over budget that's, at that's the end right. and I'm begging to get paid. I had so, a partner. Yeah, absolutely. My first partner, I was 28. He was 50. Bless us. Sorry for getting me my foot in the door and getting on big contracts. But he always said, you know, hey, we won that bid. We won that bid. We won. We won. I was like, dude, you were the low bid. Did you win? <laughs> like that? I, I don't. I don't <laughs> how's exactly. that a win? Yeah, exactly. I want to be the highest bid yeah. and get awarded the job. That's a win. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. So, since we, we all, we've obviously separated ways. Yeah. Anyone can sell price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's easy to sell price. Easy to sell that. So, we, you know... And they talked to us the whole way through up until the end. And, it, and you know, the projects I don't that I don't want are the ones that they're just looking for that price. And yeah. it's like, well, you know what? Then you're not going to see the value. Any of the value that we tried to sell you, you know, anything that we anything that we've talked about this this whole three to six months together, you have only been so focused on price. You know, yeah. those are the yeah, projects yeah. I don't want. I can't imagine that not becoming more of an issue now that interest rates have gone up, right? Yeah. Everybody's focused depending on, depending on your client or your customer. But I mean, if they're just focused on a monthly payment because they're, they're squeezing out everything yep. that they can, that's tough. Yep. No, under budget jobs are no fun. 
It, yeah, the yep. under you, you don't want it. You get yeah. run from those. Good way to get got For right sure. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, they're going to make it up, up on you in the end. Yep. You're going to end up paying one way or another. That's what old, that's what old Mike tells us. Pay one way or another, you pay for education. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm one of the most educated yeah. men I know. This is the old school <laughs> hard knocks. <laughs> school of hard knocks. That's it. Yeah, I've been there too. That's right. Guys, I know you all had a long day today. For sure. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it was great. Wait, you're kicking you. us off now? That's so yeah, is really that what happens hey, you, no, wanna, you want a I'm, spot? I'm, you're I'm the president. I'm trying to be mindful. You're, you're the president. I'm trying to be mindful. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to be mindful. Of your you're time. president of the right. fan club, and now yeah. you think you got the right to end the podcast on us? What's going on here? <laughs> All right, let's get some whiskey. Come on, let's go. It's past Mike's, it's past Mike's bedtime anyway. We got to sign off. <laughs> it's past Mike's bedtime. Yeah. Uh, well, on that Mike note, John, nice Mike talking to you. Pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are coming up on an hour. We are coming up That's on an it. hour. Yeah. So well, no. let's go John, one give more us time. We're busting your balls. One more, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Handle and how to get a hold yeah, of so, you all that stuff. For sure. Um, so on Instagram, you can find me at luxury underscore window underscore pro luxury window pro. And obviously you can find all of our products on andersonwindows.com. And um, I am a local business development rep. With an e. And, uh, Anderson, Anderson I, with an E. Anderson with an E. And that is correct. Mike is correct. Thank you for that. It's Anderson with an E. Yep. Uh, it takes, it, it takes everybody a little while, including myself, and myself, uh, doing that A N D E R S O N. And it's not, it's Anderson well, with an E. So let me I tell appreciate you that. Even you like more the E series here yep. in Knox, in Knoxville, uh, the, Anderson service reps come out of Anderson Lumber, O N Anderson Lumber and E N Anderson Windows. That's, so that's a lot not of confusing times we buy our Anderson from Anderson. <laughs> so yeah, wow, it's pretty confusing. That is something. That's it. Yeah. That is something. Cool. Yep. What do you expect from a town with a silent K at the start? <laughs> We're gonna start a whole Knoxville Chicago thing. One. Canoxville. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Did you give out your handles? John, yes, you did. We got the handles in. Your handles are good. Right yeah. on. All right, John. Right on, John. We appreciate you coming on. Always appreciate yeah, you man. as a window rep. Obviously, we know each other before this podcast, so keep yeah. up the good work. Thank you so much. Loved hearing your story. Yeah. Great story. And if uh, they move you out, if I you're start repping Cali, give me a call. Yeah, hey man, thanks for your business. We appreciate all you guys. Right and, on, John. Uh, hey, and, and thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the sponsorship so much, of the podcast, John. too. We appreciate it. Say, say to the yeah, higher absolutely. ups and yourself, I know you push for it. Absolutely. So we really appreciate that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Back at you. Thanks, John. Sounds good. Go. Do it. Come on, go, Mikey. Welcome in to the level head. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish I had like a Barry White voice. Oh, yeah. See, you can do it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not doing it. Go. Come on. Do it.